0: On this episode of Living Our Stories, we're back with my mom, where we left off on the last episode. She had just told us about growing up with a father who became king of Lagos. My grandfather was above Lagos from 1949 to 1964 when he died. But this episode, as we were preparing for it, I actually stumbled on a little uh, video that I think would be a good bit of context this is a clip from a visit of queen elizabeth to lagos in 1956
1: when the queen visits the nigerian federal house of representatives it is in the full panoply of monarchy a rich contrast to the simple summer dresses she has worn for the less formal functions she receives a loyal address and replies among her audience is Chief Festus Abo Minister of Labour. Great hopes are centred on this new Nigerian leadership. Nigeria, a country as big as Pakistan, is rapidly becoming self-governing. Many expect it to become the foremost Negro state of the continent. The grounds of Government House, a garden party, is given for the royal visitors by the Governor-General, Sir James Robertson, and Lady Robertson. About half the 1,500 guests are Africans. Oba Adanyi Adeli II introduces some of Nigeria's area chiefs to her medicine. The Oba's family have ruled Lagos since before the British came. Now he is the president of Lagos Town Council. A typical development in this growing country where tradition and innovation go hand in hand.
0: That was my grandfather mentioned in there. And now, let's go back to the stories my mom. father, Cavieci, had been king when Independence Day came about. Because it was
2: 1960.
0: Yes, name was king in 1949. Okay, so, you know, 11
2: years. Yes. A very team socializing type of over. People comes to visit him at guy. He was private before he became over and was still private. So he was involved in activities of um, Saliku and Lagos before he even became Oba. But then um, he it had always been a very private person.
0: So going to the day of October 1st, 1960, Nigeria became in an independent country from Great Britain. What was it like leading up to that?
2: Uh, preparation for over a week, even about a month, There have been one activities or the other. You have the school children's day when all the children in Lagos, at that time in schools, were at the race we are entertained, there was march parade and the food and drink for all the children in Lagos. But then, how many schools were there at that time in Lagos? Not like now that every corner you turn to is a school, they, we knew all these, practically all the schools in Lagos at that time. So it, 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 it was fun because it, the whole of Lagos was a gong, everybody was so excited. We are having Independence Day, and there was a lot of cooking. And going so in and out in the palace because they were preparing for the opening of the new palace. Oh wow. So that day. So it was it was a busy day, a very busy day.
0: So it was more than just Independence Day for you all because you also had the um, renovation and the, the building of a new palace yes. also happening at the same time. Uh, yes. So where were you all living? um, In the old building. Did you understand what it meant for independence to be happening?
2: Well, we all knew. We had a history in in schools that we were getting independent, freedom from the British. What about you? I don't even know what I was thinking about, whether I even give it a thought. Apart from we are having parties. That's about (laughs) it.
0: So you were just a teenager (laughs) looking for a party?
2: (laughs) Going out to one place or the other, so it, it, it was a busy period. And at that time, so that you know, it's rainy season in Lagos, so they didn't want the rain to spoil anything, so they had to bring all these cult people from Yoruba. Land? Rainmakers? Yes, they were all in the palace, at the backyard, making sure that it it didn't rain throughout the whole ceremony.
0: Wait, so they hired rainmakers? from all over the United States. To come?
2: Yes. To ensure that it would not rain? It would not rain throughout the whole period of celebration, almost about a month.
0: So, for one month during about rainy them, season, there they was were
2: no housing. Rain. The car. No, no rain. Did you see them at any time? Oh, yes. And they were not in hiding anywhere. They were in the backyard. So, what was it like? It was, what, we what were they were just to see. I didn't understand much about it. It's just that I know that they have fire. And that fire mustn't go out. Uh, go out throughout the whole period. When, because they said they were rainmakers. Period.
0: The morning of October 1st, you know, what was that like for you?
2: It was a lot of activities. You have the cheese, you have everybody all dressed up and uh, waiting for whatever is going to happen to happen. And then? And then my father had to go with some of the, the cheese for the ceremony. And I think it was Princess Alexandra that came for the Independence and celebration that day.
0: Yes, yeah, Princess Alexandra came as Queen Elizabeth's Elizabeth, representative. Yes.
2: And,
0: and she brought the, handed over the constitution. Yes. To, to the Prime Minister,
2: Sir Bobaka. At that time.
0: So back to the day of, what was it like for you? Well,
2: I was... 15? Yeah, I was waiting for the opening ceremony of Figaro. I had more interest in that one than anything else. What about your mom?
0: Did she go with Kavesi to...? I think herself,
2: I can't remember. And Mrs. Kazim's mom, they went. Because there was a, a, a picture during the ceremony that you see them over there, uh, behind him. Oh, so there's a picture
0: of your mom with your... Yes, yeah, somewhere, yeah. ...at
2: course. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh. And then, he, my father took cook. I came early. And after whatever they did, it finished. Then the prime minister and the ministers, they came to Iga for the opening ceremony of Iga.
0: Did you get to meet uh, the prime minister? Actually, I met the prime
2: minister later. Oh, wow, you did? Because he used to come. Occasionally, we come to the palace. And some of the ministers, Pribadu and Yaradua. Those two I've met when they came to visit me. I think when I was sick in the boarding school and they had to bring me home. And from the doctor I came and uh, he came to see me. I think it was a or yeah, I can't remember which of them, does asked his permission to say hello to me. So he came to meet me at where I was sitting. Oh, wow. you get me. What was your interaction with your siblings like on the day of? There were some little older ones. Then they were in England at that time.
0: Okay. What about Auntie Kashi and
2: Uncle she, was in bed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he, had,
0: he had drunk all that panza.
2: Yes. <laughs> but that think again... My sister Kashi, I think she was in England at that time.
0: Oh, so she wasn't around? Mm-mm. So I you were the only in, one?
2: Yes. She was in England.
0: I right, and interesting that your dad didn't let them come home
2: for that. As far as my dad was concerned, you face your education, that is your business. And his business is running with traditional affairs of Lagos, so it has nothing to do with it. He was a traditional ruler of Lagos. And what was, What does that mean? And usually when most of the uh, with the affairs of Lagos states, he... But the one that would represent the Lagos State, He knew what he wanted for Lagos. If there's one thing about him, to him, God is God. Lagos and his children are the most, were the most important thing in his life. So what, what he was, would do anything for Lagos. Like what? What was his vision for Lagos? He wanted independence for Lagos states. Before they even create a state, and that caused a quarrel between him and um, the action group. That is the was party at that time. Because he said Lagos wasn't a uh, Western Nigeria. Because Lagos, Nigeria was, West uh, Northern Nigeria, Eastern Nigeria, Western Nigeria, and the protectorate, which is Lagos. So Lagos wasn't under a... Uh, Western Nigeria. So he fought for the Lagos state to be independent again, to be on his own. But
0: well, what is it? That's interesting though, because if we're talking about now a country being an independent entity, shouldn't that mean that all aspects of the country should be under this one territory? Why should Lagos be an independent territory when we're talking about building a one Nigeria?
2: When uh, Nigeria wasn't won before, at that time, anything we had to do in Lagos had to be under Western Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So he fought, even for the um, Council of Overs, he had to go to Ibadan for the meeting. So he said, no, Lagos was alone. It was a protectorate, it wasn't under Western uh, Nigeria to so Lagos must be removed from Western uh, Nigeria. He fought for that. That's what caused problem between him and the action group under the leadership of Abafemi Awolowo. Hmm.
0: And Abafemi Awolowo of Abafe-Mia-Oloa was who?
2: It was the um, head of um, action group party in nigeria at that time and then uh, it uh, the prime uh what were they called at that time not to governor premier of western nigeria yes because premier.
0: it was Obafemi Aolo, it was namdi Azikiwe.
2: yes in the east, east and south downer south downer yes of so- yeah. uh, sokoto in uh, northern nigeria okay the leader of that party was sadana but he refused to come to lagos to be prime minister he said his mission was to his people so he decided to stay in the north as the premier of northern nigeria and his deputy takabalewa
0: so the north so the northern region
2: well, the premier was a of osugutu And deputy was the Tafa Balewa. So the deputy became the uh, prime minister because Sadawna said his mission was for his people.
0: And so he stayed
2: in the north. He stayed in the north.
0: And uh, Tafa Balewa came to
2: Lagos. A very distant fellow. Very nice. Beautiful voice. Actually, he was nicknamed the golden voice of Africa. Oh, forward distinct way of speaking.
0: So, you what know. else was your grand, your father's vision for Lagos?
2: You know, it was the, uh, not long after that, but he, he died. And uh, after he died in 1964. Oh, actually, today today's, was his anniversary.
0: Today is the, the anniversary mm, of yes, my grandfather's yeah. death, uh,
2: July 12, 1964. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't see the creation of Lagos States. And the people that were insulting him at that time, uh, writing about him, Jack Kondi, in Awolo's um, newspaper, he was known as Ayekoto, the person that people didn't like the truth or something, translation in Yoruba. And it was ironic. Yes, that the person that was against creation of Lagos uh, State as an independent entity was the first person to become the governor of Lagos State, the civilian governor of Lagos State.
0: And there we have it. Turns out, 15-year-old Debo, that's my mom, really was just an ordinary teenager She wasn't really concerned about the affairs of what it meant for Nigeria to be independent, but she knew that she had some time off school. Her father fought for Lagos to be an independent state. And though he didn't live to see it happen, some of the people who fought against him of Lagos retaining its independence from the West, ironic that one of them ended up being the first democratic governor of Lagos State. Goes to show you, politics, huh? Well, there we have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us, please share this episode with others, like, and I hope you'll join us for the next episode, which we'll cover, well, you'll just have to tune in.